Hello to all of you out there. I am Ulrike Seminati, host of the podcast Empowering Female Leaders for Women Who Want to Thrive. Every week you will get new perspectives, exciting insights, and empowering messages of women from all over the globe. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Empowering Female Leaders. I am really pleased to welcome Betty Encinales, who will share with us tools and ideas on how we can increase our online network to create more career opportunities and to create a networking plan to truly rock our career. Betty, do you want to say a few words about yourself? Yes, first of all, thank you so much, Ulrike, for the invitation on this space to share my experience. I live in the UK for over 22 years now. Um, and actually, the reason I end up being a recruiter uh, or a headhunter is because I struggle a lot on after when I finished my career. I thought I was going to find a job very easily. And I face um, a lot of different challenges when actually I finished university. And that took me to a very challenging but also interesting journey because I, I applied for different, different jobs and I didn't know how to do it. And then luckily I found people on the way who was able to guide me and help me to connect with in the right direction. And then, then after I realized that I wanted to help other people to find their journey as well in their careers and help them finding different jobs. So I end up at 10 years starting my own business, my own firm, which is a recruitment firm called Bcruit. It operates in the UK and in Switzerland. And what we're trying to do is obviously helping people to find jobs and career opportunities. So this is what my journey has been. Thank you, Betty, for introducing yourself. So you're exactly the right person for this topic. <laughs> It's uh, Networking is one of these things that, that can make a very big difference in uh, in our career, obviously, because when you meet the right people, you, you can find these famous opportunities you're looking for and where you always wonder, but how did she get this role? How did she do this? And what I have seen also in my own career is that particularly women have often a hard time to network. network Network physically, go to networking events, meet people, speak up there. And since we have now this pandemic situation already for quite a long time, it became probably even more difficult for many of us to maintain or even start a networking activity. What in your opinion is is at stake if we do not network at all. You know, if you just drop it and you just focus on your work and, and you, you perform in your job, but you forget completely to connect with others. Well, I think that it's very, very extremely important to network, especially nowadays where, as you said, if people don't learn how to network, in this pandemic, we all learned that um, we are at home and we're not meeting other people. So if before we were pushed to go to networking events, now we are even more, uh, have to be more encouraged to connect with other people to open as well new opportunities for us. The problem is that if we don't network, if we don't foster relationships, uh, when when the opportunity comes that maybe you lose your job, or maybe you want to change career path, you need an advice. If you haven't fostered those relationships throughout your years or your months of career path, then you're going to struggle really to connect with people. So that's one of the problems that if people don't start fostering from now, the moment that one day you will have that moment where you need 
some probably some advice, some help, some guidance, you haven't fostered that yet, it's going to be harder for you to, to ask for these questions, to ask for these advices. So it's very, very important to network, to open new career opportunities, to open new friendships, to open new networks. So I really encourage people that even if there can be a little bit of an introvert or some women are a little bit not so confident and they think, oh, why, how should I do it? How can I do it? I really encourage you to get your strengths, your confidence, and just do it. Especially now that it becomes easier to do it online. Before, when we were going to these big networking events, we have to go with a business cards, maybe sit, sitting down behind the bar, waiting for somebody to say hello. And now it's even easier because now we can search for people online. We know exactly what the company they work for, the job title, and they really didn't see, they, they don't see us. So it's even easier these days. So really, really encourage people to start networking before actually they need any help. I believe as well that um, today, even if it's, it seems to be more difficult, it's, it's somehow easier because, well, a very simple thing. I remember my first network events and I was really shy. I was not confident at all. And, and you had this awkward feeling, you come into a big room, yeah, and you don't know anyone and you think that all the others know someone and it looks as if all the others are already in, in, a, in a nice discussion with you, which you don't want to disturb and you're standing there and you don't know exactly what to do. And maybe I can imagine many who are listening to this might think, yeah, it's the same as I do. Like you, you stood two hours in front of your wardrobe to choose what you will wear. And, and, and you're very wary about how you look like and all of these, um, how to say, very external and very physical things that are happening when you go into a room. They are not there anymore now. Yeah. If you try to network online, it's much easier. Yeah. It's not like you don't feel awkward, even if it's a Zoom room with 50 people and you don't speak up. Yeah. Nobody sees that you are standing alone in a corner. So <laughs> it's kind of easier to step into this. Now, still, we need to have the courage to speak up also in an online meeting, yeah, to unmute ourselves and to have a voice. So this is, this is probably still a challenge for many uh, people who are not so confident about themselves. But before we go into the solutions, how we can even structure our networking approach, I would like to ask you first, what are current mistakes or common mistakes that people do when they start networking or when they try to network first time? What is happening? Well, there is a lot of mistakes. I mean, as, as, as you know, I'm a recruiter, so I can see a lot of mistakes that people make probably more often that people that work in different fields. I mean, I get emails constantly of desperate candidates or desperate people that haven't even researched of what I do and ask me for help. So first mistake I constantly see, and it's quite annoying, it's uh, for people not to research before they send a contact um, request or ask you for help. So if you don't know the other person, what they're doing, uh, how can you ask for help? Um, and, and you know, that's very common. I, I found that people don't research. They just ask you things and they don't probably understand that you work in a different field, that you're not the right person. Um, so that's number one. And it sounds very like you, you might think that people don't make this uh, common mistake, but it's probably the most common. Please, people, research a lot more of who you contact and be mindful of what you're trying to get from this contact. 
that's number one. The second thing is that sometimes people don't understand the differences between social networks. So LinkedIn is not the same as Facebook and Facebook is not the same as Twitter and is also not the same as Snapchat. So you really need to be mindful of who you're trying to reach out. So you cannot really contact someone on Facebook to ask for a career advice if you have never ever uh, met. Another mistake that I found is that a lot of people forget their own network. So they're looking for opportunities, they're looking to network, but they're looking to do a cold call for someone or to reach out for someone they don't even know. I think the number one thing we definitely have to be doing is contacting people that we already know in our network and reach out to them. Um, first of all, and most, I mean, I think that the people who know us can always um, contact, make contact with other people, maybe guide us and they also know who we are and, and, and they can advise better. Um, what other mistake? I think also um, a lot of people is not clear on the outcome of this um, like network. So sometimes they just go to an event, <coughs> pardon me, they go to an event and they, um, they just don't know who to meet because they haven't researched first mm -hmm. which companies are going, who's going, who I might need to talk to. And the same happened online. Sometimes people just blast emails, copy paste, send, and obviously, if you receive an email and it's not really person personalized, um, you get annoyed because it's like it just changed a name and a comma, and then it just tells you a story that you don't even connect with. So I think probably those mistakes are very common. And I think it's very important for people to be mindful that even if we are connecting online, we are building um, real relationships. You know, um, another common mistake, Ulrike, is sometimes people, it's not mindful of the other's times. So sometimes they ask for favors that can, or ask for advices without being mindful that the other person um, might don't have the same time, like for an hour, sometimes they ask for 30 minutes. So you have to really, when you come and approach others for an advice, for opportunities, be mindful of their time, of their time. Be mindful of who they are. Um, try to reach out uh, with positive vibes as well. Don't reach out to people just asking for favors straight away, especially for people who you never met in your life. So if you send those emails without being mindful that you know them and just ask for a favor, what you're going to do is just absolutely just make that impression and that other person probably will never ever reply ever in your life. So yeah, and another, and this is like very funny, um, sometimes you people don't even um, spell your name correctly. And, and I know that sounds also quite funny, but I received tons of emails that people spell my name wrongly. And I think, wow, you're trying to connect with me. I don't even know how to spell my name. That's not really a great start. So yeah, there are common mistakes that I found constantly on, on a networking uh, through people that email me constantly to ask for advice and for help. And some people build relationships very easily and some others just for the, their tone, the way that they have a research and all of it, they just completely block that door. Um, and so I think that they're the common mistakes.
Mm -hmm. Thank you. That was very insightful. And it gave already a lot of tips on the other side, what people should do. <laughs> We will dig deeper a little bit into this. But in short, it's 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 a lot about preparation as well. Um, and it's certainly a lot about being clear on what outcome do you want with your network? Do you want with your connect request, for example? What what is the ultimate outcome? Is it is it uh, about connecting with this person because uh, she or he's working in a company where you want to start working for, for example, and this is why you want to learn more about the company or have like a foot into the door somehow? Or is it because uh, this person has a similar role to you and you want to just exchange maybe on current challenges that you have and you just want to extend your network with very like-minded people in similar roles where you can learn from? as this is not happening so much anymore on a physical level at the moment, for example. So be clear about the outcome, I think, is also a very important thing here. And to be not just wildly, wildly connecting with whoever is coming across. <laughs> because we all know that this probably leads even to more frustration at the end, because then we have the feeling our, our, our networking approaches are working because it simply has not been done in a targeted way. So now let's move into some concrete solution examples. And as I said, you've already mentioned a few of them, but if you had to, to, to advise people on what they could do very easily when they want to start networking, you know, what is maybe a first step? If you're someone who, yeah, you have, you have a certain number of contacts on LinkedIn, they dropped in because you met them at a meeting or they're from your former jobs or whatever the, the, the classic network, I would say, which people which people accumulate on LinkedIn over the time. But if you want to strategically go into having contacts that can help you in your career or with your own goals, what would you say can people do? Well, I, I think that it can do um, many, many, many things. First of all, again, coming back to clarity, you know, why? I mean, first of all, just set up what is your goal of this network? Is it for finding a job? Is it for getting advice? Is it to grow your network? That's number one. Number two, please, and really for me, the most important, especially as a recruiter, upgrade your LinkedIn and also make it look amazing. So make it really outstanding. If you don't put the time on your LinkedIn profile, it's very rare that when you connect with other people, they're gonna really reply because first of all, they don't know who you are. And also people who know you that probably haven't talked to you for ages, they don't know what you're doing, what you're up to. So very, very important to really have that LinkedIn absolutely perfect, amazing, outstanding. That's number one. Secondly, try to, by yourself, create your own opportunities. So if, for example, like for me, like I am a recruiter or uh, someone that works in, in HR, for example, you're going to start sharing some content that can be very interesting for others to follow. So when they see your feed, they can actually get some really interesting um, information that adds, adds value to them. And then connecting is going to be easier. So the, the two ways uh, that you can obviously connect with people networking is, again, for people you already know who can be part of your alumni from university or school, um, your friends, uh, friends of your friends, family members. And if you haven't reached out for them in, in a long period, it will be great not just to say, hi, Claudia, I need a favor because who likes that? Like I, I personally don't like it at all. And I'm sure most of the people who's listening to this don't like it. So I think it's very important to, first of all, come with a personalized note where you ask 
you know, especially like right now after the pandemic or during the pandemic, how are you doing? Uh, I remember this, probably find a topic that is in common. So you can start having this conversation with a topic that you have in common. And then from then on, built into like, you need maybe some guidance on this or some guidance on, on, on that. So that's number one. And if you would like to call, call or meet people that you haven't really ever meet, uh, the other thing you can do is obviously look for the companies that you might be interested to reach out on your career, connect with people um, on their job titles that you probably dream to have one day, and add a really, again, personal personalized note where you connect with them, um, not just because you're like, I want to contact, I, just to grow my network, but try to probably research first. So what that means is a lot of people have blogs, a lot of people have Twitter accounts, and you can get some um, overview of what that people's interests are. So if you come with that first contact saying, look, I also play tennis and I've seen that you're very passionate about this, probably you have a first, um, a more approachable way to reach out and to have a conversation with that person. So I think it's super important that you do your homework and you do find ways of connecting with these people on common grounds. So that gives you an initial connection, you know, even if it's on the internet or in person and you're starting before asking for a favor, you're actually built up on that relationship. So I think that's super important. Another um, thing that is super important is to create, when you're looking for job opportunities or for career opportunities, you create a spreadsheet and it can be an Excel spreadsheet, very simple, where you put contact details, where this person is based, what job title they have, and also start writing down you know, when you contact them, if they reply to you um, and and keep on track on that, because when you're looking for opportunities, sometimes you just blast million emails. And um, if you're not personalized, probably a lot of people won't reply to you because they just think, well, this is a copy paste email and you can definitely tell when it's a copy paste email. So um, always follow up on that um, a spreadsheet of the people who reply to you or the people that have have some time to talk to you or to um, respond to your to your messages so keep on track of that spreadsheet because at the end when you're looking for opportunities you can remember that story for example someone tell you oh my child just was born and so you can write um, that down and say oh that person has a child who just born and when you contact them again in the future you can just say, hey, how's your child? You know, and it's much different that you ask that than when you're like, oh, I need a favor. Hi. Yeah, you know, it's a completely different way to enter that conversation. Um, so that's, and also, I mean, for me, and I really promote this, is to really add value, add value. And I'll say this again, try to add value before you ask for favors or for advices or for anything else. And how can you add value on a like uh, 50 to 60 second uh, conversation or email? You can always find um, like a podcast that that person might be interested to and you can be like, hey, I wanna share this with you, what you think, or I'm doing this course that is super interesting. Um, I, will, I think that might be valuable for you. Um, so you can maybe explore this course a little bit more. Um, and you can also share some uh, news that can be relevant for the person you're trying to connect. You can also share some valuable, variable um, 
like blocks or things that really add value. So when you add value first, it's a lot easier for the other person to respond in gratitude and want to re re replicate that. And they can be more open to say, hey, thank you so much. How can I help you? You know, rather than you come in and ask for things without being like mindful of the other person's time and the other person's agendas. So that's also something that is super important. Um, what else I can, I can think that it's um, quite valuable. Oh my gosh, like super important being grateful. Gratitude for people's time, especially people that you don't know that try to take, get out of their way to try to help you. But equally, I mean, for friends and family and people that you know, I think um, it's terrible when you help people and you never hear from them anymore and, and again coming back to the point i think when you network you you never have to always be like i'm network to get this out to have a transitional um like relationship with this person sometimes you can network just to build relationships and then sometimes you can ask for advice again um when you need that time when you need that advice for that person but um i really encourage people not to network just always because they need out of the other person because Sometimes you don't get that response because other people also have their other priorities and they don't have the time also to help you at that time. But at the same time, when you foster those relationships throughout your career, throughout your job, a lot easier to say, hey, you know, I, I message this person on her on her birthday or I message this person and I share that information last year. It's a lot easier to connect again with that person when you have built that without asking always. So very important, be very grateful for the people's time. As soon as somebody helps you or connects you with someone or refers you to someone, make sure that you take that two minutes to say, thank you so much for your help. I really appreciate your time. Mm -hmm. Thank you. There were a lot of really useful insights there, I think, which people can apply strictly one after the other. I have another question for you. If I now want to search for a new role, um, maybe a very specific type of role or in a specific company, maybe let's take the company example. I want to have a role in a, in, in a big multinational. I always wanted to be there. What kind of persons, you know, in types of roles would you approach first? Is it rather to create a network in the department yeah, where you would like to work? Is it rather around the human resources people, whereas they probably get loads of messages and are really sick of it? What would be an approach like to get there, to get into this company and to help yourself? What a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant question. I love it. First of all, I think that it's very important that you start looking at people that are doing the job that you want to do. So, for example, if you want to be a sales executive, just try to connect with the sex executive teams or people in the account management teams that are doing the role that you would like to do in that company. I think that it's, it's a lot easier for, for someone that is in your kind of same level as well that do the same things that you do to connect um, and then probably ask if, if it's possible to have that little conversation where you can ask them for a little advice um, and on an email and build up from it. So, for example, it can be uh, an email. If, if that person responds, then maybe you can arrange a Zoom call uh, or a call. And 
if you have the luck to carry on that conversation, you can always invite them for coffee when we are able to meet up people for coffee. And try to build that relationship first with someone that is on your same shoes, that's doing the same job, but actually that person is in that company doing that job. So I think it's I think that's the, the best approach to approach someone that is doing doing it and it can tell you, look, I did it this way. This is how I do I did this application. This is what they ask in the interviews. And this is um, how's the company. They can actually tell you a little bit about the culture of the company, uh, how's the job. Actually, you can be surprised that a lot of things that you might think in your head that that company does is the opposite. Sometimes a lot of people can say to you, don't even come here. Uh, you know, I'm looking for another job. Or they can actually say to you, look, this is a great place to work. And I really encourage you to apply. And actually, if you're very lucky, you can even get that person referring you or connecting you to someone. So I also encourage people, if that relationship is getting and building up, you can always ask, could you please connect me internally? Could you please let me know if there's an openings that you know, perhaps that they're not advertise yet and you can connect me or refer me to the right person so that's number one and i i also think that if the company is small when it's multinationals i don't think it's appropriate to really go and, and contact hr at the director there's people are super busy and sometimes the reply will be look there is a portal you can apply directly what i will encourage people to do is apply directly to the company do your cover letter do your application as everybody else. And then what you can do is try to find the email of the direct person, the hiring manager or the recruitment manager or the HR person. Um, and then just email them saying, hello, uh, you know, my name is Betty. I, I just applied today for this opportunity. And I just wanted to make sure that, you know, that I'm really interested in this uh, job search or the, the job opportunity that just came available in your company. Um, but just kind of telling them that you're uh, you're already done the process that is the process that they advertise and the, the process that everybody else is doing. And then a quick note saying, hey, this is me, you know. Uh, so they might be a little bit like, oh, this person really wants this because they actually find the, the, the email and everything else. So also I think it's important when you try to do these kind of notes and reminders of people who you are because they have no idea. It's... Um, try to find their email address rather than uh, just connecting on LinkedIn. So what you can do is you can use a tool called uh, melscoop.io and sometimes it can give you some tips on how to get the, the domain or the, the, the emails directly to the, to, the, to the person that you're trying to reach out. Thank you very much. And I think it's a very clever way. Um, what you said in the beginning <clears throat> is about really um, connecting to people of this, the same department because it's relatively easy. If you have a similar role or working, let's say you're working also in marketing, maybe also whatever in the chemical industry, for example, and um, to just connect with people maybe around a specific challenge that you have currently at work and telling them that you've seen their profile, that you think that they have great competencies and that you would like to learn what they are doing in this area because at the moment you're a little bit stuck or something like that and get into a conversation which is rather a functional conversation, conversation around well, the area you're really working in creates a great connection and indirectly 
you recommend yourself for the role because at the same time you show what you know, you show what you're doing, you speak about your current project. Uh, so, so it's very subliminal and a very nice way to to learn more about also the company. And what you said is very right. Sometimes you hear then from the people from the inside, especially in the department where you want to go. And it always depends on the leadership of this department, how the culture is and how people feel and how the work actually is there that you might have a totally false <laughs> idea of <laughs> your dream job, let's say, which is maybe not yeah. your dream job anymore, but um, <clears throat> or maybe even more so, whatever. But you will learn much more than by just Googling um, the website of the company surfing around and, and trying to find, let's say, the corporate communications information there. Um, so I think we have a lot of insights here and we're coming to the end of our talk. So I would like to sum up very quickly um, the, the tips that you gave uh, throughout the last, especially 20 minutes. So the first one was really about before you even start networking, make sure that your profile looks good, make sure that everything is up to date, that you have also a professional picture there. And be, become active also in your flow where whatever the platform is obviously when it's a professional thing then it's probably LinkedIn which is the best choice but um, share insightful comments there and content and show that you're an expert in your area. The second tip was about when you start a conversation with someone, do your research properly. Learn first, what is this person doing? What are common topics? And start on a basis where this person feels like this person is interesting. Yeah? And, and she or he did the research that is necessary so that she understands my own. And then number three was about um, create a structure. Because if you do this very often, and this is working to do quite a lot, yeah, create a spreadsheet, track down who you contacted and whatever you have learned about this person. So to make it even more personal in the future and to be clear with who you had really great contact. And then adding value was another piece that was a very nice one, I think. And people don't think enough of this before asking for anything. Give first giving and then taking, not the other way around. And just give them value, give them your own insights, share links to podcasts, books, something that it might be really of interest for this person in the specific situation where this other person is. And last but not least, be really grateful and honor the time that you have with that person because that's something that is, uh, it's still for granted. You cannot take people for granted these days. It's Everybody's very, very busy and especially spending even more time in front of a screen when they're ready to get on a Zoom call with you is, uh, is a great opportunity and you can really be thankful for that. So these were the main takeaways that I have really now. now, Betty, if you had to just give one single advice, the one thing where you think this is the starting point, this is what you can do right away once you have finished watching our talk, what can people do? I will um, finish that with, with a quote that I listened to the other day in a podcast that I love. And it says, it's not about who you connect with, but how they remember you. And I think it's very important to always add value before we ask for, for things. So be very mindful of the others' times and, and agendas and see how can you, you, with your own self, can create those opportunities and add value to others too. This was another episode of Empowering Female Leaders. 
What are the questions and topics in female leadership that you are interested in? Let me know in the comments on YouTube and Instagram or join our LinkedIn group. I am excited to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for new talks with inspiring women from all around the globe. Thank you for listening.